0: I'm Satavisa. With a long array of data scattered around us, businesses are now focusing on solutions that would help them analyze those data and structure them in a proper format. It would help them solve complex business problems. To further elaborate on that, today we have with us Manas Agarwal, co-founder and CEO of Affine. Hello Manas, welcome to Analytics Insight. It's great to have you here.
1: Absolutely. My pleasure being on this podcast, Satavisa. This is such an interesting topic. It's it's one of my passions and I'm glad to be on the Analytics Insight podcast. A very warm uh, good afternoon to all the listeners.
0: Thank you and welcome you here. I would like to know a little about Affine and please tell me what makes it unique from others.
1: See, Affine is a company which is into uh, creating analytic solutions for businesses, both large and small. We work with more than 40 Fortune 500 companies globally, Uh, companies in US, companies in India, companies in Europe and all. We work across companies in technology, e-commerce, gaming, entertainment, media, manufacturing, automotive, uh, energy and so many different sectors. And over the last uh, 11 years, in fact, we completed our 11 years today. Uh, over the last 11 years, we have been working in the uh, analytics industry on uh, data sciences, data engineering. Uh, we are one of the uh, very premier partners uh, to uh, all the three cloud service providers, be it Microsoft Azure, AWS, and uh, GCP. And what has been you know, differentiating us uh, across the years, has been our very sharp focus on developing very deep uh, expertise in each of these areas. And when we say that we are able to build solutions that are precise and uh, scalable and robust, we invest a lot in developing these expertise in-house. We not only have a very, very good uh, hiring and training program, we also have dedicated centers of excellence in artificial intelligence, in machine learning, in cloud and engineering, uh, in manufacturing, in gaming, uh, we also have Deep Camp, the Deep Tech accelerator that helps us collaborate with startups. We collaborate with uh, academic institutions. For example, we have a very strong uh, you know partnership with the University of California, Berkeley. And in fact on the 24th of uh, this month we are hosting a gaming conference along with them. We are in partnership with uh, IT uh, Bombay, IT Madras and so on. So I think this uh, very deep focus on developing expertise, collaborating with others, is what is differentiating us and our customers are liking that.
0: That's really amazing to hear. Now, uh, I would like to know how the company is leveraging new tech trends like AI, big data and analytics in their operations.
1: See, we are fundamentally a company that's that has the you know new tech trends uh, absorption and uh, you know propagation in its DNA. In fact, Satyvisha, if you notice, the company's tagline is "Command the New." We believe that uh, new technologies will keep coming in artificial intelligence and in machine learning, in data, in cloud, and we as a company need to keep absorbing that, analyze that, and present it to our customers you know for example, for one of the largest online travel agencies of the world, we have created the email personalization engine. For one of the best known automotive brands in the world, a German car maker, we have created computer vision based quality analysis system. Uh, you know for one of the largest software companies in the world, we manage a large part of their marketing campaigns. Uh, You know, similarly uh, for, you know, one of the largest uh, automotive part component manufacturers of the world, we do the entire, uh, you know, uh, automotive market forecasting. We work with one of the largest breweries of the world, uh, helping them analyze their sales and marketing data, uh, their operations data and so on. So we help our customers leverage the core concepts of uh, AI cloud and engineering uh, and create business solutions.
0: That's really great. You people are doing a great job. Thank you. And please tell me what is the role of affine in analytics engineering?
1: See, let me first try to expand the uh, you know the meaning of analytics engineering. So long back you know when we you know when I entered the analytics industry way back in two thousand five six time frame. Uh, there used to be just a couple of softwares on which we would develop analytical uh, algorithms and we would deploy them on the same platform. Now, with passage of time, uh, you know, more new technologies are coming up where like, you know, Python, R, uh, PySpark, Spark, and all, you know, using languages like Scala that we can develop new and, uh, you know, better algorithms. And also the usage has uh, increased in scale and hence the requirement for analytics engineering, which is about uh, the engineering part of deploying analytical solutions. So the deployment happens at uh, two ends of the spectrum. One is when I have to connect my uh, algorithms to the data source, uh, which is required when uh, data scientists have to build the algorithms or they have to run the algorithm at large scale. So that is connecting to the data systems, and you would have come across concepts like data lakes, uh, lake houses, and uh, pipelines, and data migration from on-prem to cloud, and so on. So that is the data part of the engineering. There's also an the application part of the engineering where you run these algorithms at real-time basis or at very, very large scale as uh, you know, consumable APIs or as microservices or on-demand services. Uh, to be consumed by other applications. So that is the application engineering part of it, which has concepts like MLOps, DevOps, and so on. So these two ends put together become data engineering. And Affine uh, started working on data engineering concepts almost around five, six years back when we deployed a very large-scale uh, personalization engine for our online travel agency. This was almost in 2015-16 timeframe. And I'm very proud to tell you that uh, we are one of the uh, premier partners on data engineering for aws and azure both of them
0: amazing thank you for explaining it so well uh now if we are talking about risks what are the possible early warning signals that companies should be aware of
1: see when it comes to uh, especially using analytics uh, to transform their business digitally. And you know when we talk about digital transformation, uh, data led uh, decision making is just one part of it. And some of the early warnings uh, or the you know early signals to any kind of a risk is when customers are not able to see a return on their investment, on their digital investment uh, very early on. Uh, what that would mean is probably the design or the strategy is not focused on the use cases and hence at a later stage it may become difficult for them to realize the return on the investment hence you know if after within the first you know 3 to 6 months of starting on their uh, analytics or digital journey if customers are not getting the roi in a very clearly al- articulated manner in easy to calculate manner i think that's a very very uh, you know good early warning that they should uh, pay heed to also if they are seeing that the usage of all the analytical assets of the data assets that are being created if the usage is not very high in the initial days that means the adoption is not really picking up well and there's something wrong with the uh, you know uh, customer engagement or, or rather the change uh, and the stakeholder engagement within the company And hence, that could be another uh, early uh, signal that they should get. A third could be they need to continuously keep monitoring the performance of the analytical assets, uh, be it the data systems or the visualization systems or or data models. And again, if they see a a change in the performance in short periods of time, uh, you know, when I say short periods of time, these are months. Uh, within months, if you see a change in the performance from, let's say, a model accuracy going down from 80% to 70% within three months, that's another very, very big uh, early sign that there is something fundamentally wrong in the way analytics has been implemented. And at that point of time, uh, companies should definitely look at their either the uh, digital and analytics strategy or the partners implementing them.
0: That sounds really interesting please give us some examples of the most difficult problems that you must have faced while working in this company and how did you solve this?
1: See, you know, uh, I, I think, you know, Satvesa, this is a very, very interesting field. Uh, you know, we always keep getting challenged by new and new problems and I would talk about a few of them. For example, Afine was uh, uh, the winner of a, a hackathon organized by Flipkart where the intent was to uh, use computer vision to uh, understand the traffic flow and then to optimize the uh, you know signal time to reduce the uh, you know uh, kind of wait time uh, across the board and not have some people wait longer some people wait uh, shorter and so on now these are the kind of problems where they have not been solved earlier uh, many times and hence these are very new very new concepts are being used also the data is not standard clean data uh, not the enterprise data, hence even the data sources, uh, you know, uh, kind of need a lot of cleaning up and all. So new concept, new data, new solutioning. I think that uh, you know became very very interesting. Also, as a hackathon, the time at hand is always very limited, and hence you know in doing in doing a new thing in limited time, I think that was one very interesting challenge we solved. Another interesting challenge that you know we have solved was uh, for a, a European reinsurance company uh, that wanted to use satellite uh, data to uh, understand the topography of a land uh, you know is there a mountain is there a, is there a river or a forest or a dry land or is there a lot of uh, you know buildings around in that particular piece of land and that they used to calculate the risk to any property that they are insuring or reinsuring rather and for this particular company we had to build uh, models uh, that would look at the satellite imagery or the you know uh, and and we use the Google uh, Maps data uh, to simulate the model. And again, the challenge here was that uh, you know uh, data was not available readily. So we had to do what is called the data annotation, then we had to data do the you know building up of the data. and we also had to create algorithms which could uh, stitch together the information coming from multiple grids. Because one large piece of land will not be captured in one image, right? If we are talking about uh, you know uh, a piece of land or a property which is into hundreds of acres, uh, there you know we have to look at multiple image snapshots and stitch the uh, entire panorama together and run the algorithm on that. So you know that was one very interesting challenge, and uh, very interestingly, our data scientists, our AI practitioners, they were able to convert that into a product that we have called telescope so if you you know google about a fine telescope you'll find that on our website as well so that was also another very interesting challenge we solved and you know uh, this is what keeps the field very very interesting
0: those are some really interesting stories thank you for telling me that now uh, i would like to know what is your opinion on privacy and how do you think your company is dealing with it
1: See, I think uh, uh, personally, I believe that both in personal uh, space as well as the professional space, enterprise space, uh, there cannot be absolutely any substitute to privacy. There cannot be any debate about whether privacy is uh, required or not, or whether we should invest enough in ensuring privacy. We take it very, very seriously, both on personal information of our employees or of our partners or our customers, as well as, of course, of the... Uh, enterprise data that we deal with. There's a uh, complete uh, enterprise-wise data security policy in place. There are regular audits done. There are surprise checks also done uh, because we want to make sure that from the process point of view, from the adherence point of view, and from the very culture point of view, uh, we are very very sensitive towards uh, data privacy and security uh, because I believe that you know there's a purpose with which that data has been generated and. Uh, the owner of the data has all the right to decide who looks at that data or not. Uh, So based on that fundamental principle, we are very serious about data privacy and we practice that uh,
0: with utmost care. Thank you for explaining that to me. Now, I would like to know how how Affine is investing in the employees within the organization to meet the Demands of the present as well as the future.
1: See, one thing that Affine has always been very proud of is that, you know, Affine has uh, always believed in developing deep expertise and that we ensure by providing timely and continuous, uh, you know, feedback to the uh, co-workers and also enabling them to l- keep learning by having our own learning management system. By you know partnering with some of the you know big tech companies of the world. For example, we are very proud to be a partner with Upgrad, where we learn from and we also impart training. And uh, you know not just the technical training part of it. We also conduct uh, management trainings. Uh, we also conduct uh, team building sessions and all and uh, especially during the last two years we realized that uh, uh, employees are and people in general are going through very very tough time mentally and emotionally and psychologically and hence working with uh, you know some of the leading uh, wellness uh, providers you know both on the healthcare as well as the uh, mental health Uh, we have been conducting sessions uh, to keep the you know mental health of our employees also in you know good state Our human resources or human capital management team, they do a tremendous job of keeping in touch with our employees and especially in an environment where, you know, uh, we are working in a distributed manner, each of us not uh, sitting at the same location, we actually stay in constant touch with them. And what we also realized was that, uh, you know, we noticed that when people are working within their home settings or when they're closer to their parents and their family, they're little less worried about, you know, what's going on in their lives from the healthcare point of view. And this is that, you know, we never really kind of uh, uh, force them to come back to Bangalore during the interims of, you know, the period between wave one or wave two, wave two and wave three and so on. And uh, Satavisa, I'm also very, very glad to let you know that today we made a, a major announcement In fact, the first public announcement is happening on your podcast here that Affine is now the first analytics company to announce a permanent work from home. We believe that people have been performing really well uh, even while working from home, taking the work very seriously, delivering to the best of their abilities. And hence, you know, if we continue the work from home, it will benefit the company from productivity point of view. It will benefit the employees from the mental health and peace perspective. Uh, and hence, you know, we decided to uh, take that step and, you know, as Affine has always done to be on the forefront of taking steps for uh, employee welfare. Uh, so this is one such step that we have taken today.
0: That's a great news. Now, lastly, I would like to know what are your future plans and endeavors for Affine?
1: See, Affine, uh, from a you know growth perspective, we are looking at uh, multiple avenues of growth. Uh, not just along the lines of different capabilities, we have, for example, we are already very very strong on the core concepts of uh, AI, cloud, and engineering. We call it the ACE of capabilities. We are also very strong on uh, you know a few domains like on manufacturing, which is industry 4.0. We have started a lab in Jamshedpur, which is an industrial area, to focus on industry 4.0. We are very strong on gaming, uh, media, and entertainment. In fact, as I mentioned to you, we are organizing a global conference with the University of California Berkeley on the 24th of Feb. And it's free to attend for anyone. You know, more than glad to share the link with you also. Uh, We are also starting uh, two more domain practices, one in uh, CPG, another in uh, uh, BFSI, Banking Financial Services Insurance. So both on the technical capabilities and business capabilities will grow very rapidly. And from a geography point of view, we are already present in three geographies, India, Asia Pacific, and US, and will continue building our uh, business in these areas. From an employee location point of view, while we already have two base locations in India, which is Bangalore and Hyderabad, now that we are a, a boundaryless company, uh, we are practically present in every single district of uh, India. And you know we'll definitely welcome Uh, employees working from anywhere so that's definitely going to deliver very robust growth to us
0: that sounds amazing i'm sure this is definitely going to help all of our listeners today and thank you manas for joining us today it was a pleasure talking to you and i'm optimistically looking forward to see many more innovation solutions coming up from Insight.
1: Absolutely has been my pleasure as well, Sadhvisar, and wishing a very, very uh, happy and healthy uh, 2022 to all the listeners. And thanks for inviting me to this podcast.